Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to Dilly Dally, the podcast where every moment is an opportunity to explore, chat, and maybe share a laugh or two. I'm your host, Natasha Bazo, and whether you're a seasoned Dilly Daller or a first timer, you're in for a treat. Maybe it's the Leo in me, or maybe it's just universal desire to be heard, but here at Dilly Dally, we believe everyone's got something interesting to say. This podcast is your go-to place for meaningful conversations, diverse perspectives, and a good dose of fun. Plus, we've got something special for the curious minds in our higher education segment, where I team up with my good friend, Alex Simon, and our co-host, Mary Jane, to take you on an educational journey. So whether you're chilling at home, on a stroll, or cruising in your car, kick back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Let's dilly-dally together. Hello, and welcome back to Dilly Dally. I am overwhelmed with the response from episode one. I am pretty sure I was shaking for the first hour that it was live. I've never been more nervous to put something out there. I And I think it's because this is a very intimate side of me. I think that I'm very transparent and open on socials. However, I'm not spewing every thought in my head on my Instagram stories every day. And this is just a different side, a deeper dive into me and who I am. And I think it feels so good because it is just very authentically me. I do my best to show up as my authentic self in everything that I do. And I think that's why it was making me so nervous because if someone doesn't like this, they essentially don't like me because this is just who I am. And that is very nerve wracking. But so far, the feedback that I've received is so motivating and is just inspiring me to keep going, to talk about more things, the ideas that have that people have had to come on and talk about. I'm pumped for So overall, I'm feeling really excited, really happy, and extremely supported. So thank you if you listened to episode one. Thank you for being here now. Thank you if you're planning on listening in the future. Just thank you for the support. I don't think that I can put into words how meaningful it is, but just know that I have been sitting on this passion project of that is this podcast for a very long time. And so to have it out there, to see the Instagram, to see the logo on Spotify, it's just wild and it's just exciting. So let's get into it, shall we? In episode one, I had briefly mentioned that we were going to get into my relationship with cannabis, which honestly just sounds too fancy, my relationship with cannabis. But I don't really know how else to put it. And I did start to talk about it in episode one, and I ended up cutting it out because I didn't feel like I was giving it enough time and I wanted to dive a little deeper. So I decided to just do a full episode on it. So welcome to episode two, a cannabis conversation. I want to start by saying that I am obviously not a medical professional. I have a degree in nutrition, which is the has which has the lowest credit requirement for a major at Sacramento State. Very much so was an athlete student, not a student athlete. 
I am not here to give you medical advice. I am not here to tell you that one thing is better than the other. So please know that before we continue on. If the science side of cannabis is something that you are interested and excited about, I highly recommend you listen to Andrew Huberman's episode on cannabis. It's very dense. It's very long. I think it's like two hours and 15 minutes. I've listened to it about two or three times and I've had to rewind every single time just because he throws a lot of terminology at you. But it's very interesting how he explains it. He gets into how your body metabolizes it. So maybe after this episode, you go and check out that episode. But it's very informative and I highly, highly recommend it. I also want to say... We are going to talk about alcohol, we're going to talk about weed, and I'm not telling you or here to tell you that weed is better than alcohol or that alcohol is better than weed because technically speaking, neither one is very good for you. This is just how I live my life and I want to shine a light on it. I want to open up the conversation. So if at any time you feel like I'm preaching the word, the holy word, that is cannabis. That's really not my intention. It's just some people go home and have a glass of wine. Other people go home and rip their bong. And that's just where we are and what we're going to talk about. So that being said, let's dive right in. I smoked weed for the first time when I was 16 years old. Long story short, I had a crush on this boy. This boy smoked weed. I thought that if I smoked weed, this boy would think that I was cool. Did that happen? No. But it was my first introduction to marijuana. When I was 16, I definitely thought that if I smoked weed regularly, then I was going to turn into the girl who was melting on the couch in the D.A.R.E. commercial. Truly. I Let me give you some context. Growing up, my mom was a whole-ass police officer. So I was terrified to get into trouble. Honestly, I'm still scared to get into trouble. But so much so as a kid, I went to the movies with a friend once and her family wanted to sneak into a second movie. I remember it like it was yesterday. We went and saw The Incredibles and I was so fucking juiced to this day. One of the best movies in history. And afterwards, I was like, okay, gonna go home, gonna, I don't know, sing Alicia Keys in the shower, do whatever. Let me call my dad, tell him I'm on my way. And they were like, actually, National Treasure is playing. Let's go watch that. And the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, this is wrong. We didn't pay for a ticket. I said I had to go to the bathroom. I called my dad and he came and picked me up. That is how (laughs) much of a guilty conscience I have. So as you can imagine, doing drugs and drinking as a minor... I was very scared, very scared to do. That being said, throughout high school, I did smoke weed here and there on the weekends. Now, if you're like, Tosh, oh my God, your parents are going to listen to this. My parents know, and I'm 28 years old, so there's that. I'm not going to get grounded. I do not condone underage bad things. I don't know what's the right way to say this. If you're not 18... What's the legal age to smoke marijuana? 
is it 18? No way. It has to be like 21. I feel like, oh my God, you guys, it's Sunday, September 17th. And I swear to God, my phone, I just got a text and it lit up and it's 420. So there's that. Um, Add this to things that I don't know. I don't know what the legal age to smoke weed. I'm assuming it has to be 21. If drinking is 21, then it has to be 21. Told you I was not a doctor. A doctor would probably know that. If you are under age, stop fucking around, okay? You have your entire life to do all this stuff. You're not going to listen to anything I'm saying. You're not going to listen to your parents. You're going to do whatever you want anyway, and you're going to learn. And those lessons will stick with you forever. And that's just that. But I just have to say, if you're under age, don't do bad things, okay? Just wait. It's a lot more enjoyable when you get older. The end. It's just a lot more enjoyable when you get older. The sneaking around and all that shit, it's just not cute, okay? Moving right along. After high school, I was going to Sac State. And when I got to Sac State, I got on a scholarship for rowing. And under the NCAA, we got drug tested. So all four years of college, I did not touch pot. Not even during the summers, do I need to go back to the movie theater story? I was like, an NCAA agent is going to show up in a black tuxedo and sunglasses and drug test me in the middle of the summer when I'm not even rowing. And then I'm going to get kicked off the team. I'm going to lose my scholarship. I'm going to be a dropout. So on and so on and so on. That's literally how it was happening in my head. So four years at Sac State, didn't smoke weed once. I'm not just saying this. I swear to God, I really didn't. Did I drink alcohol? 100%, which is honestly crazy because we practiced Monday through Saturday. We had one day off, which was Sunday. I was a full-time student. So after practice on Saturday, you knew we were going home. We were taking a nap. We were probably going to a basketball game. And then we were going out to a party to then wake up on Sunday and go to the grocery store and study and do homework. And sometimes I think back and I truly don't even understand how I graduated, but I did. I also majored in nutrition, which fun fact, at the time that I was attending Sac State, a nutrition degree had the lowest unit requirement as a degree. Like everyone makes the joke that if you were a student athlete, you were a communications major. Well, everyone was missing the boat on nutrition because it had a very low unit count. Not to say that it wasn't difficult. Let me not diminish my little baby girl degree because I worked very hard to get her. And there's a lot of science that went into getting that degree. But let's be real. I was definitely an athlete student, not a student athlete. What was I even saying? Oh, yeah. So spending all of Sunday studying after getting completely fucked up on a Saturday night. It's just crazy. That whole thing, the stigma around marijuana and then the openness around alcohol, the contrast is shocking, but it is what it is. And that's the world that we live in. After graduating, I would say if weed was in a social setting, if someone had it, then I would participate, but I wasn't actively seeking it. I wasn't going to dispensaries. I wasn't doing any of that. And I wouldn't say that I regularly started consuming cannabis until 2022. The reason for that is in December of 2021, and I remember this because we went wine tasting And 
If you know me, then you know that I have every food sensitivity known to man. So it's kind of difficult for me to eat out at restaurants. I had a lot of wine and very little food because what do they serve at wineries? Cheese. And if it's not cheese, then it's almonds for some reason. Like, why are we putting almonds in everything? It's a, it's a, what is it? It's a tree nut, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I really think that I had like a couple crustinis and approximately a hundred glasses of wine. And I had the worst hangover of my entire life. It felt like I had the flu. That's how sick I was the next day. If you've ever had a really bad hangover, you're always like, I'm never drinking again. But truly, that hangover kickstarted me never drinking again. I just felt so awful and out of control of my body that I was like, I don't want to feel like this ever. So after that, I made a conscious effort to be mindful when I was consuming alcohol. So not just coming home, pouring myself a glass of wine like I was doing, or if we were going out, I wasn't drinking to get absolutely fucked up. I definitely was more aware of my consumption and more okay with having one cocktail or one glass of wine. So during that time, my drinking became very sporadic. It was more so during like special occasions or if a good friend was getting married. Honestly, the culture around alcohol, I don't think I know enough about it to really, really speak on it, but I have absolutely no issue if anyone drinks. I am more than happy to go out and be out around people who are drinking and I can be okay not participating. So all of 2022, very mindful drinking. Towards the end of the year, I was like, everyone usually does dry January. I'm overly competitive. Let's do dry 2023. So that's how I started smoking again, because I do like to have a good time. I do like to get a little silly. So I did, I remember I went to the dispensary and I just wanted like, a. you can get like a pack of pre-rolled joints and I just got a pack of those and I swear, I think it lasted me like maybe two months because I would take a couple hits here and there every now and then, maybe just on the weekends. And it reminded me how fun it is and how nice it is and how relaxing it can be, which we're going to get into all the reasons why I do like it. But the importance of my relationship with alcohol is as that diminished, my relationship with cannabis was reborn, so to speak. So we are going to bounce around a little bit. We're going to get into the reasons why I enjoy cannabis, but I do want to start with how I consume it. I do prefer smoking over edibles. Not to say that I don't like an edible, but I personally don't enjoy waiting for the come on of an edible. I don't like how you don't really know when it's going to hit you. It's not my favorite mode of transportation to get weed into my body. So I just prefer smoking it. When I first started smoking again, I really was into joints because I was determined to learn how to roll a joint myself. And so there was a day where I like watched a million YouTube videos of how to roll a joint and I sat there and I think I rolled like 
10 or 20 joints in a row just to get the feel of it. So that is like when I first started smoking, how I was consuming it. But I smoke so little that a whole joint was way too much flour for me and I would put it out like halfway through and then when you relight a joint, it can kind of taste a little burnt. So then I moved to glassware. Um, You can get glassware from pretty much any smoke shop, but I don't love the way like smoke shop glassware looks. I like to keep my stuff out on what I like to call a cannabis cart. Some people have a bar cart. I have a cannabis cart. I invested in some really good aesthetically pleasing glassware that not only looks good, but is designed to give you a very smooth hit of weed. Also, my amazing, amazing people in my life all banded together and got me a beautiful bong for my birthday. And I will say a bong is a little intense for a weeknight smoke. So I do like to reserve my bong for weekends or special occasions or if people are over and they want to smoke. But for the most part, I have a very cute jade green pipe that I smoke out of. So now that we know what I smoke out of, let's talk about what I actually smoke. Okay, so we are going to get technical for a second. So when you dive into what you're smoking, you want to know the quality of flour and you also want to know its lineage. Maybe you're like, Tosh, I really don't. And you're the only person who wants to go and find out your family lineage of the strain of weed you're smoking. And that's fine because I have a system and I have it down to prevent Any negative experiences with flour that I smoke, I like to know where it comes from. If you are not following and have no idea what I'm talking about, open a website, Leafly, on your computer or your phone. Enter Strawberry Fruity Pebbles OG. That is my all-time favorite strain and no one ever has it. And I have almost grown it myself a million times because I like it so much. You'll see on the website, it takes you through how it was made and how the genes were split and the full breakdown. I feel like I'm going off on too much of a tangent with this strain stuff. This kind of just goes to show you how much research I do put into what I'm smoking. Because if I smoke one thing and I know that I like that, I want to know what's in it. So when I go to the dispensary next time, if they don't have what I usually like, I can then go, okay, do you have anything that comes from this strain? Or do you have anything that comes from this strain? So you're always kind of smoking a flower that has, for the lack of a better term, personality traits that you vibe well with. So now that we know how I like to consume cannabis, how much of a nerd I am for doing all of this family tree bullshit of marijuana strains, we're going to get into when I smoke and how I like to smoke. I am not a public or social smoker. Anything that is overly stimulating almost have the reverse effect of why I like smoking in the first place, which is to feel very relaxed and to alleviate my feelings of anxiety. And when I'm put into those situations, 
I'm almost too much in my head and it becomes very overwhelming. My preference is to smoke at home. I like to just be in a very safe, calm, peaceful area with people that are positive and I feel comfortable with just to really make sure that I have a good high and I have a good and enjoyable high. So why do I like smoking weed? I love that my smoking routine gets me outside at the end of the day. It's a way for me to really put work away and to kickstart my wind down routine. I love sitting in my backyard and putting music on and I have my little tray with all my goodies and spending time and spending meaningful time packing my bowl or rolling a joint or whatever it may be. Like I said, it's getting me outside, it's getting me into a calm headspace, and it's getting me ready to wind down and to relax. Another thing that I really love about cannabis is I don't feel any of the effects the next day. I personally don't feel groggy or have brain fog, really anything. I can wake up the next day like nothing even happened the night before, and I know that a lot of people aren't that way. There are some people I know the next day they wake up and they do feel that brain fog. They do feel groggy or slower. And that is simply because every person's body metabolizes cannabis differently. That's why it's very important to take it slow and experiment and do your research. I do want to say, if you are smoking weed you are still lighting something on fire and inhaling it. And that does have negative impact on your lungs. I feel like I'm saying how much I love weed and how much I enjoy using it. However, I do want you to be aware that this isn't a better alternative if you want to not drink and do something else. It's just a different alternative. Both of these things are going to have effects on you. It's really just about what aligns with your life and what you are okay with dealing with. So to wrap up reasons why I enjoy it, it's just fun. It's fun to have a little silly goose time. I think we take ourselves very, very seriously. And every now and then, it's fun to just let loose and laugh at stupid shit and giggle and just be silly And as I previously mentioned, 16-year-old me who thought that I was going to be a good-for-nothing flat Stanley of a person on the sofa if I smoked weed, that could not be more opposite to what my life looks like right now. In my cannabis journey, I've had and held my jobs and my relationships and my fitness routine and my mindfulness routines. And if anything, it has just quieted my mind during these times of relaxation to hyperfixate on all of the good shit and all of the positivity and i just i hate the negative stigma that is around it because if you're consuming it responsibly and if you're aware of why you are smoking it and you're not just going outside and lighting up simply just because you had a shit day then I think cannabis can just have a really positive impact on your life. So let's say 
you want to get started, what is step one? Number one is do your research. Know what you're smoking. Know what you're smoking out of. Understand that there's going to be some trial and error. Everyone is different. Everyone's body metabolizes cannabis in a different way. And don't let that scare you away from it. There's things that you can do and processes that you can put in place to really make sure it's an enjoyable experience. One of the things that I would recommend is ensuring that your environment feels very safe and very calm. Something that is always tied with marijuana is paranoia. It can feel really scary and it can feel very overwhelming. And if you go into your smoke sesh anxious and already feeling paranoid about it, you're already set setting the tone for the experience. So turn on your mood lighting, put on some chill music. If you're smoking with a friend, make sure that there's someone that you enjoy being around, that you feel safe with, that you feel comfortable with. Really set the tone before you get high. If THC is too intimidating for you, you have the beauty that is CBD. CBD can be great if you just want to feel relaxed in your body for joint pain. You can get so many products that have CBD in them. I know that they have like CBD ciders, lollipops. They have so, so many options for you to play and for you to experiment with without feeling high. So that's all I got for you. I hope that this opened up the conversation surrounding cannabis for you. I hope you feel a little bit more comfortable asking questions. I would love to talk about this, like in person. Obviously, I just talked about it for I don't even know how long. But if you are someone who I see on a weekly basis, let's go get coffee. Let's talk about it. If I don't see you on a weekly basis, send an email to the Dilly Dally email address, which is in the show notes. Let's open up the conversation about cannabis. I want to see this more in my everyday consumption of media because the stigma will never be broken unless we do the work to break it. And you can be a high-functioning stoner. You can have it all together and smoke weed. Those things can happen at the same time. I also really wanted to do this episode as we gear up to launch higher education because I didn't want to do a full intro of cannabis before those episodes. I wanted us to be able to just fully dive in and go for it. I've also not really talked about the fact that I do smoke weed on a regular basis publicly and I am excited now that it's out there because it is part of my daily routine. So I hope you learned something. I hope you got something out of this. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next time. This new crazy mother. And that wraps up another episode. If you enjoyed Dilly Dallying with us today, please take a moment to follow, rate, or leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow the Dilly Dally Instagram at dillydally.he, or you can connect with me personally at Natasha Bazo. I love to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you want to listen to, what subjects you want me to cover. So please don't be shy. Utilize the DMs, utilize the Spotify Q&A feature as well. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time.